0: Hey friends, Emma here. It's Tuesday, November 15th. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and serial entrepreneur. He has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Now as CEO of Spirit Media, Kevin is reinventing the publishing industry by connecting publishing and branding, starting marketing before publishing, and publishing in every format, everywhere, to all nations. If you need help writing, editing, publishing, marketing your book, or building your brand, Get help from Kevin and his team at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Good morning. Welcome to
1: Missions Change My Life with Kevin White. And I am the Executive Director of Global Hope India, and I'm welcoming you to Missions Change My Life. Last week, we started a seven part series entitled Unleashing the Global Church. We hosted this conference virtually online a few months ago. Me and one of our board members, Timsala, featured our pastor from Northeast India, Kumar, who taught us biblical strategies for going out, unleashing the church, taking the good news of Jesus Christ out. This is part two. Buckle up with us for Unleashing the Global Church Conference with Global Hope India. And so,
2: Jesus yeah, Jesus came in and to fulfill, to reach all nations. He established with cross disciples. That flow went in. And today we are here. Now the question is, why we are stuck in churches? Who's responsible is for all nations? Is Matthew 24, 14 is just a word in the Bible? No. That is the task given to us which means we are very close to the end we have seen so many churches in India we are very close to the nations when we first took on reaching the people you know there were 14,800 people group tribes in India today how I many we have only 600 left why because we are asking the church to go to whole nations because we are training the churches to go to the nations. If I don't go, God will definitely going to pull some other people. But as a church, we got the church, and it is our task to go. If you said, I don't know, we are here to help. The churches need to equip the believers because every church has got a gift. Ephesians 4 11 and 12. We have the five false ministry there. Some are prophets in the church. Some are teachers, some are evangelists, some are pastors, some are apostles. It's given to every church. But our eyes is so much blinded that we don't you We don't even teach on that subject in the church. When is the last time you preached on Ephesians 4, 11 and 12? When is the last time you preach and obey Acts 13? Sending the best of the best in your church to other areas, other locations, and say, you do. These were all best of the best. They were gone. Oh, Paul and Barnabas in Antioch, they were the best. But the Holy Spirit said, set apart Paul and Barnabas. Immediately, they denied. No, the church lay over their hands, they prayed, and they sent Brothers and sisters, you are the beautiful people. You are a chosen people, a holy nation, a holy tribe. Then This is the work of the Holy work of Holy Spirit. Sending people to the nations. We still have more than 600 people. Group. I have all the list with me. I can promote Kevin and Kevin can promote to you all. They need to be in the kingdom of God. They need to be in the throne of God. Because the Bible says And you also mentioned it's a revelation of God. Which means it's a God's heart to say every people, every nation, every tongue should be on the throne of God. This is the heart of God. He doesn't want anybody to perish. But he wants to know. And make known Jesus to every people on this earth. That's why Matthew 24, 14 clearly says, Preach it! Everyone until no place left. Preach it. All will hear the gospel. And then the end will all. He didn't say all will be believing Jesus. But he said all will know. Which means I believe that every people on this earth, living and days to come, they will be coming, reborn, should have at least one chance to hear who Jesus is. Whether they believe it or not, whether they believe or not, they should have at least one chance to know who Jesus is. Which means we are fulfilling Matthew 24. This is the whole, this is called bow tie, I explained this. I brought this so that you will do the same. I cannot visit 200,000 churches in India. I need help. I need help. The reason is the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. We are brothers and sisters. We cannot limit to ourselves. Cast the visions. And it's very simple. You can do it. I have sent the footnotes to Kevin and he will pass on to you. Teach it. Teach it all the churches that you see. They are immediate of your friends. Make relationship. Share it. Let them hear. This is the whole Bible. If you go to the church, and if you say I read the whole Bible, they will say it will take three years. No. There, is, there are many stories of God. How God has used many leaders. I know there is a many issues here. Persecution is here. Churches are there, kings are there, mothers are there. But the core, the core of the Bible, the doctrine of the Bible is all this. This is the doctrine of the Bible. The whole Bible, I taught you about the revelation of God. In few minutes, is it easy for you? Is it simple? Let me let us um, uh, open and we can discuss questions and answers. Is it okay? Or if you need any clarity, I will
3: explain to you. all.
2: What yes, um,
3: I just wanted to add why. The bible is very important and the unity of the books of the bible that's is something that we all have to come to that understanding and i am going to read from uh, teach every nation and material by teach every nation the unity of the books of the bible the beginning and the end in the beginning in from genesis 1 to 3 and the ending is in revelation 20 to 22. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, which you find it in Genesis 1, verse 1. In the ending, the revelation, I saw a new heaven and a new earth, Revelation 21, 1. The darkness he called night, Genesis 1, verse 5. There shall be no night there revelation 21 25 Genesis 1 verse 16 God made the two great lights the sun and the moon the city has no need of the sun or the moon revelation 2123 in the day you eat thereof you shall surely die Genesis 217 revelation 21 verse 4 and there shall be no more death neither sorrow Genesis 3 verse 1 Satan appeared as the deceiver of mankind in Revelation 20 10 Satan disappeared into the lake of fire forever Genesis 3 verse 6 to 7 shown a garden into which defilement entered Genesis Uh, Revelation 21, verse 27, shown a city, there is no wise entered into it, anything that defiles. Genesis 3, 8-10, to the walk of God with man is interrupted. Revelation 21, verse 3, the walk of God with man is resumed. Genesis three thirteen initial victory of the serpent. Revelation twenty ten and twenty two three ultimate victory of the lamb. Genesis three sixteen I will greatly multiply your pain, and in revelation it twenty one four says neither shall there be pain anymore. Genesis three seventeen Cursed is the crown for your sake. Revelation 22, verse 3 says, There shall be no more curse. Genesis 3, 17 and 19 says, Man's dominion is damaged in the fall of Adam. Revelation 22:5 5 says, Man's dominion is restored in the reign of Christ. Genesis 3 23 says first paradise was closed and Revelation 21 24 to 26 says new paradise is open. Genesis 3 24 says access to the tree of life is lost in Adam and Revelation 22 21 excuse me uh, verse 24 to 26 says new paradise is open. Genesis three twenty four, access to the tree of life in, is lost in Adam, and Revelation twenty two verse fourteen says access to the tree of life is regained in Christ, and at the end Genesis three twenty four says they were driven from God's presence, and Revelation twenty one verse three, and twenty two verse four says. We shall see his face. And this is how the scripture from Revelation, from Genesis to Revelation, is compared. And there is that unity from beginning to the end.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. We want to open up uh, Q&A. I think now everyone on the call can see where God has taken us. And it is very important that you discuss this out. This is not a lecture. You are not in a college. This is not a college professor lecturing to students that are not allowed to talk back. Pastor, this is brother and sister to brother and sister. We are the family of God. This is a family chat. And we need you to engage. We want you to engage. So I have sent on WhatsApp, the bow tie that Kamar just presented. But you can see there the description of what Kamar gave from Genesis to Revelation of how God brought the culture down to Mary and Joseph in order to centralize us. Paul said, I fix my eyes on Jesus. Amen. So God did that. But then in Jesus, he said, it's for your good that I go away. Because Jesus was 100% God, 100% man. He was confined to his skin. He had humbled himself into human skin. And while he was divine, he was limited because of his, his humility into man's skin. Jesus could not. God can be everywhere present, but Jesus was at the wedding in Cana. He wasn't on every uh, plot of land on, on planet Earth. And so Jesus said, it's actually for your good that I go away. Because then the Father will send the Holy Spirit to you. And he will guide you. He will teach you. And everything we saw in Jesus was now made available to the believer. And then Kamar walked us from six... To 12, to 500, to 3,000, to the church, to the nations. And you see the bow tie. And then Timsala gave us the unity of calling forth what Genesis had prophesied and what Revelation is fulfilling. It's like the bookends of the Bible. And there's unity there. And where God started in Genesis he is finishing in Revelation, and it's bigger than your church. It's bigger than my church. It's bigger than me. It's bigger than you, and it, will, it can't just be done by the professional clergy. If, it, if, if this weight is only on the professional clergy, it will collapse. Many clergy are leaving the pastorate. They're retiring. Many have left as a result of COVID and been pushed into early retirement. And if it depends only on the, on the paid clergy, it will, it will not be finished. And so it's got to be unleashed into every brother, every sister that calls upon the name of Jesus for salvation. That's the church, that's the true church. It's not just the Baptist church. It's not just the Pentecostal church. It's not just the um, the Northeast church. It's not just the Naga church. It's not just the American church. It is every person that has been marked by the blood of Jesus, forgiven of their sins, baptized and professing Jesus as savior and Lord now needs to be trained to go and to continue to go and to make disciples, not just believers, as Kamar said, and turn on your video and unmute yourself and raise your hand if you have a question for Kamar or for Timsala. Please give feedback. Are you hearing the Word of God? Are you receiving it? Are you confused? Like this is so simple. Don't let the enemy rob
2: you of the simplicity of it or if God has spoken to you in this true this teaching to this evening, you can just open up and say we'll give glory to God. If there is anything that you have learned also.
3: I want to ask a question to Kumar. Can you please explain what is a church?
2: Uh, according to me, it's all those who believe in Christ and gathering, when two or three more Families gathered together and participating together. I will call it as a church because there is no numbers. There is no saying that you need a particularly a strong building or something. It's not there. If you can gather somewhere, at least minimum two or three, then you can call it as a church. But make sure it should be newly baptized members you need to gather. If you are bringing from a church and gathering some other places, that can be a fellowship. Because your fellowship means loving your own believers and fellowshipping together. But when you wanted to declare a church, it has to be a new people professing Christ as their Lord and meeting somewhere. Maybe in homes, maybe in a classroom or maybe in a rooftop or up in the hills. Or in a river bank. wherever If they gather. Because this is, the, this is my house. If there is no one. Do you think that Jesus will be here? No. The church is a place where we worship together in the presence of Jesus. So we needed the presence. And the evidence is there in the Bible. When two or three gathers in my name. My presence will be there. Today even in the Zoom meeting. In our midst. Jesus is there. Because we have gathered. Can you see this? So in a simple way, when a new believers come into a baptism, we declare that as a church. So two or three gathers in mining, you can a baptized people can be called a church. Is it clear?
1: Uh, brother Shaker, I see that you're uh unmuted. Do you have a question or any comment?
2: Yeah, that's a question. How did he guard that figure? Uh, 36, into 12. It's Which one? Not clear. 72. 72, yeah. if you send two by two. How many teams? Yeah, 36. 36. Yeah. So 36, they How also did, did the same like Jesus. They were all disciplining yeah. one another. Yeah. Everybody was multiplying. That is the yes. thing. Yes. The yes. Numbers can vary. Yeah. It can uh, be yes. More. Numbers. But everybody was multiplying. And Matthew 28, 18, 19, everybody was discipling. Where are we now? Yes, thank you sir. Thank you, thank you. We have given the notes, you can tweak that one. But the issue is Uh, multiplication. uh, You have seen, I have seen already. Okay, great. I have seen the notes already.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, uh,
2: Shaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want us, uh, us yeah.
1: to—I want us to see the the main point, and that is you yes, see yes, God sir. of numbers. There's even a book yes, in the Bible number. on numbers. Um, yes, yes. And I'm not just speaking to you, Shaker. <laughs> I'm speaking to everyone. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you see, you see a God of numbers, uh, and uh, you see very strategic numbers throughout the Old Testament. So look at look at the bow tie of the Old Testament as a whole and what you'll see is a God of numbers bringing all of mankind down to Mary and Joseph to a baby born in a manger in order to bring God incarnate into our lives. But mm. but his plan was never for the world to just simply hold cute little baby Jesus in their arms one at a time, but for the spirit of Jesus to go into the life of every sister, every brother. And I've been in church leadership for three decades now from Bible college. Whenever I was in my twenties, all the way now I'm 55 years old and I've seen how globally the church has actually practiced some things that are not in the Bible as far as our leadership uh, structure where we elevate we elevate um, paid clergy beyond the reach of every brother and sister who inhabit the Holy Spirit as well. It's been in my lifetime that we have gone from a church Of telling people what God says. And now being a church of guiding people to hear what God says for themselves. I can point out major sins against the church in the 80s, in the 90s, where church leaders were basically telling people, this is what God says to me. And there's a big difference between that and the church telling people, this is how you hear the voice of God yourself. Every miracle in the Bible, I just preached the my keynote. Many of you joined it on Friday on You Will Be Filled. Every miracle of filling follows faith and What happens in that faith is every single occurrence, the widow in the old Testament that had no oil in her jar. She was saying, I will cook for you and I will die. Me and my son will die. We have no more food. Went from empty jar to full multiple jars after hearing and obeying the Lord's instructions at the wedding. In Cana, Jesus's first recorded miracle, he went from from being in the wedding to being summoned by his mother. Mary told the disciples, follow exactly what Jesus tells you to do. Jesus is even like saying to his mom, to Mary, why do you bother me now? It is my time has not come. And she turns and tells the disciples, hear and obey the Lord's voice. And it's been in my lifetime that the church has began to do that. And the church has began to to position every sister in the church, every brother in the church to hearing God say, now go and make disciples It's not just the people who go to seminary. God bless everyone paid professional clergy on planet Earth. But it's not just the paid professional clergy that need to respond to the Lord. Here am I. Send me. It is every brother. It is every sister. So what you see on the New Testament side of the bow tie is a God of numbers. And Shaker, you're right. You can put the number 3,000 before the number 500. But the whole point is a progression from that little baby in a manger to 12, to 72, to 500, to 3,000. Alternately, let's get us to the nations. Let's get us to the church, the whole church. Not just the paid employees of the church, but the whole church. Going to the Nations. When I became an author, I wrote my last book, uh, my second book, Get to the Point. Every guidance and provision you will ever need could be found in the presence of God. It's a great book. It sold over 2 million copies. Praise God. But we need a million more books like that. Not just Kevin's book. Imagine if all we had was the Bible and maybe, let's say, a 1,000 church leaders. That would be a tragedy. And it would be opposite of what Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14. Now this good news of the kingdom will be preached. It didn't say by just the paid employees of the church. Until every nation hears it. We need every sister that calls upon the name of the Lord to go and publish the deeds to tell everyone of the great things God has done. We need every brother to go and tell everyone the great things that, that God has done, not just the pastor, not just the paid employee administering communion, but everyone administering communion, not just the paid employee baptizing, everyone baptizing, everyone making disciples, and in our next session, Kamar is going to really break that down to, to, to that, to that vision of, of the priesthood of believers, not just Jesus as the priest, not just the paid employees of the church as the priest, but every single believer going and making disciples. Um, I see some notes there. Is there any questions? So,
2: um yeah.
1: I just After
2: want to that. clarify a little bit here. Sorry. I wrote M-A-W-L, which means called mall model assist watch launch. So Jesus first he modeled with 12, then when 72 came along with others, so 12 he done assist together, but he watched when he ascended, he watched more than 500 and there was a launch yes. where people begin to work on their own so 3000 came in 5000 came in many many came in churches these are all you know we launch so even in our network even a church we need to model first sometimes they are weak so we need to catch their hands let's let's go together and we share one another so we can equip them like that so model it after modeling you, we can assist the new believers along with them. Then we can watch from behind, from the shoulder level. You know, let them do it because we need to build them as a confident. Then after that, hey, you guys are doing perfect. You are doing good. God is leading you. Why didn't you take over this new people group? Or why didn't you go from one place to another place, or one state to another state? This is how we can we can do this. And there you
1: have part two, and I am so grateful for Pastor Kumar, Timsala, all the pastors across India and around the world that help us to have this conference, and I hope that you will join us next week for part three. God bless you all, and keep telling the good news until Matthew 24, 14 is accomplished. God bless you all. Three billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Three billion people is a lot of people. A human chain of three billion people could extend to the moon and back three and a half times.
0: One of those billion calls India home. That's one billion people who are facing death without knowing Jesus.
1: Global Hope India has been empowering Christian churches throughout India as they provide access for all people to know about Jesus. Learn more at globalhopeindia.org. That's
0: globalhopeindia.org. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for help in writing, editing, publishing, marketing your book, or building your brand. Visit spiritmedia.us today visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily 1-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity and Get to the Point, are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere books are sold. Your 5-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.